Hello everyone, this is Sarah Lawrence at Mum on a Spiritual Journey and this month I'm talking about living out our life's purpose. Now our life's purpose is a part of the information you can receive, look at, interpret or even download when you get your human design chart. Now in human design life purpose is also known as an, what's called an incarnation cross because it's the sum of your top four gates in human design as a kind of added up vibrational frequency. This is made up of your design sun and earth gates and your personality sun and earth gates, which are the top two gates at each side of your chart. Similar to your primary or primary and secondary energy centers from the perspective of your divine soul blueprint in the Akashic Records, your life purpose is a representation of about 70% of your energy and it's really about how our energy can best be expressed in this life. So the real question is, how do we go about living our life purpose? Wouldn't it be great if we could just receive a download of what to do or get sent a letter or even an email? For us, unfortunately, at this stage in our evolution, consciousness and its marriage with matter is a little more complex than that. So think of your life purpose as a frequency, a way of being and also a guide. What you do with it is then totally up to you. You can, of course, ignore it completely. Perhaps take some aspects of it on or even live in totally the reverse polarity of your life purpose frequency. It's totally up to you. What might be most useful in a podcast like this um, is perhaps an example of how living a particular life purpose from human design can impact somebody's life or not. What I've decided to do this month is to talk about my dear dad who passed away when I was 19. That would be in 1983, so I'm showing my age here. Um, and to demonstrate how applying the frequency of a particular life purpose can go from his perspective. Within human design, there are 192 possible life themes, purposes or incarnation crosses for a soul to live out on planet Earth according to when we're born, time and place of incarnation, both in the actual moment and time that we're born and three months or 88 days of solar arc beforehand. And so all of these 192 life purposes are different, but it might not seem like a very big number of themes or purposes when we've got now, I think, over 8 billion people on the planet. However, we're also different genetically and energetically, uh, and there are also many other factors like how much karma we carry forward, uh, both genetically and within our Akashic records. So each of our incarnations can cause all sorts of different interpretations that come into play around those 192 life purposes, themes, or incarnation crosses. So back to my dad. We both have the life purpose or theme or incarnation cross of Eden. You can think of us as souls 
that originated from a very high vibrational place where negatively, negativity is not commonly known about. So here we are now coming into Earth, perhaps in this incarnation or several incarnations, and discovering how life is here. Is it Eden? Not really, not yet, I have to say, and you probably would agree with me there. Now my dad, he had a rough start as a kid. His dad went off to the First World War when he was a very young child and came back wounded, having been gassed in the trenches and losing a lung, and then he lost all his hair. So when he came to the front door, he was pretty unrecognisable, even to his own wife, let alone his son, my dad. Now, my dad's mum had problems of her own, and my dad incarnated quite late into her life. Uh, in those days, he was what used to be called a menopause baby. So, what a shame, but in that day and age, there was a bit of shame attached to that kind of occurrence. Um, his mum struggled to care for him when he was small, and so his auntie Nell, who I met quite a few years later, and who happened to live next door, she was his mum's sister, she never had children, but she would very kindly make sure that my dad had a bath once a week and a cooked meal, usually fish and chips, when his mum was struggling. So his start was definitely not Eden-like. However, he worked hard as a young man, becoming a production engineer in aviation design and even earning his degree in physics at night school by teaching other students. By the time he met my mum, he was reasonably established. They both enjoyed their professional lives for the first eight years or so of their marriage, became house owners even, and took care of his mum until she passed. Not too shabby. My dad had become aware over the years with his life experiences that he was definitely not living in Eden. So as a family man, he created an Eden of his own by finding a place where we could camp, boat and fish every year during the school holidays. He and his uh, best friend rehabbed a boat they bought for 20 quid, 20 pounds that is. It sailed beautifully and lasted for years. We had a houseboat as well and then a caravan at the Newtown River on the Isle of Wight, which is beautiful natural trust property where people have boats and dinghies and all sorts of stuff like that. I would always get very excited about the holidays every year because it seemed like Eden to me. We were going to this special magical place with all these boats. It was just amazing. My dad would talk a lot about living on the Isle of Wight because it seemed so idyllic to him. We lived on the south coast of England the rest of the year. He always enjoyed the time there and he would live it out and look forward to it every year. But the unfortunate part of that was he then really didn't enjoy or often quite seemed to hate his life when he wasn't on holiday or on vacation for the rest of the year. So in a sense, he did live out his Edenic life purpose, but at the time struggled to create a balance where his happiness while camping and sailing spread out into being able to be happy and joyful during, during the rest of his family life. As you might imagine, this was stressful for my mum and often for us as children. Seeing my dad hunched at the end of the dining table smoking cigarettes every night and grumping about his job wasn't the best model of a parent. 
but in that day and age it was better than some, no doubt. He would also have liked to work with wood as a job or industry and was quite um, talented at wood carving. But through a job loss situation, he found himself in a career where he was a production manager for a sewing thread and embroidery silk manufacturer while he supported my mum and us kids, me and my older brother. I think he found having to be the fulcrum between management and the shop floor quite hard. Another way, if you like, in which some of his light of Eden was extinguished. When we have the life purpose of Eden, and I'm including myself in the mix here, it can be really hard to grow up in a world where most people don't have the time, money or focus to just shine their little lights and enjoy the bliss of existence. That is one rather poetic way that we could interpret the life purpose of Eden as being our frequency or guide to our life purpose. The real key to living the life purpose of Eden is to focus on the internal experience of life as a light literally within there that we can then resonate out to other people. Enough of this resonance will spread this experience to others if we can allow it. It's impossible to influence others' internal experience through resonance anyway. If we can make that internal shift as Edenists, at least for some of the time, we'll be closer to living our life purpose for ourselves and radiating that light of Eden out for everyone else to see and experience. So that's my dad's story. If you'd like to know anything about your life purpose or more about your personal authority and your human design, you can connect with me, Sarah Lawrence, at mom, that's M-O-M, at a spiritualjourney.com. Mom on a spiritualjourney.com. You think I'd know the website by now. It's been there for 10 years. <laughs> and have a life purpose reading through human design if you'd like. I hope you enjoyed this insight into living out your life purpose. And if there's any Edenists out there, remember it's all about shining your inner light for yourself first and then other people can come later lots of light until next time from me sarah lawrence at mum on a spiritual journey.com bye